David Bond Reflections for Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Psalm 90, The Big Ugg. Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight is but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are seventy, or even by reason of strength eighty. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I haven't always used it, but Eugene Lowry wrote a book for preachers titled The Homiletical Plot. Homiletics is a fancy word for the study and theories of preaching. Lowry's idea tapped into the way typical television episodes unfold. There is an oops, ugh, aha, we, and finally a yay. The problem is revealed. Think a body is found in an NCIS episode. But as the case unfolds, the mystery gets more complex and perplexing. Finally, there is a clue. Then quickly comes the resolution. At the end, everyone is back at headquarters. Abby is happy. Gibbs is, well, Gibbs is Gibbs. Dinozo is silly, and the rest of the crew is relieved. Lowry's idea is that a good sermon brings people through that progression. His suggestion is to get Jesus into as much trouble as possible before revealing how he outwits them all and is the answer we really needed all along. And if you don't really get into a legitimate and genuine ug, you'll never really fill the hearts of the hearers with Jesus. And that is the task of the preacher. This psalm celebrates the reality of everyone's true, genuine, legitimate, and inescapable ug, death. We may live to 70 or 80 years of age. These days, 100 is not totally unheard of, but our days are numbered. None of us can escape that. And we have reminders of that reality constant before us. A child dies of a rare and incurable disease. A friend is killed in a car accident. A co-worker falls to his death. A young husband enters the hospital through the ER and never comes home, though he does go to his true home with Jesus. It wasn't always so. In the beginning, life reigned. 
There was no death, no sickness, no thorny weeds invading our landscapes, no pain in childbirth, no strife between husband and wife, no floods, no storms, no sicknesses, no suffering, pure joy, perfect communion with God. But when Adam and Eve chose to eat of the forbidden fruit, all that changed, all of it. Sin brought sickness, shame, separation, suffering, sadness, and death. We live in a fallen world. As this psalm says, For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. We're part of that fallen world, as shown not only by the troubles we bear, but also by the ways we add to our own suffering through sins and iniquity of our own, some hidden and some all too well on display. This psalm requires us to look that square in the face. We have sinned. We are fallen. We will die. Not a happy note, but certainly a true one. Neither, however, is it the only note. For at the end of this psalm, a note of hope and anticipation rings out. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. There is a grand we. God's goodness prevails. Together with his grace and his steadfast love, we must face death. But we do not face it without hope. Through Jesus, we have redemption, salvation, life, and eternal joy. Yea, God. David Bond Reflections.